There's legit nowhere to run except for the lift, which is directly opposite the door. So we're pressing the elevator button aggressively. It finally comes as his door starts to open. We jump in and press down, but accidentally press open. So the doors open again. Oh, oh my God. His door is opening. I'm weighing myself. My best friend is trying to climb out of the roof of the lift. <laughs> Welcome to Overdrinks, your new favorite podcast with the sisters you didn't know you needed. Back to another episode of Over Drinks. Another Chloe episode. Loves it when we say welcome back. I love when we say welcome back. <laughs> we are back in your ears for another in your week. Ear holes. This week we have the lovely Sunny Eddie gin seltzers. They're so good, guys. Yeah, I think we've already found our favorites. I'm having the lime and cucumber, and I'm having the crisp pink apple we actually had them over the weekend as well so this isn't our first time sipping on them big fans already yeah the pink crisp apple crisp pink apple is so good it kind of tastes like a um apple cider but not an alcoholic apple cider like the little drink oh yeah it's just got a really nice, but it's still like a light. You were actually flavor. going on and on to the people with about the. I was. The apple. I was raving about the crisp it. pink apple. Yeah. yeah, but you're like, what a name! That's exactly what it tastes like. It tastes exactly <laughs> like crisp pink apple. <laughs> it's delish. I, I was like, this I is going to be great for the podcast. Yeah. So, Sunny Eddie is an Aussie gin and sparkling water with a splash of natural flavor, and that's exactly mm. what it tastes like as well. Mine says it's Aussie gin with native lemon myrtle made light and refreshing with sparkling water, real zesty lime and cool cucumber flavors. Delish. And mine says the same first part. And then it says with real apple flavor and a hint of hibiscus. Delightful. Delish. How delightful Also, is that? a whole can is only 76 calories, guys. So oh my God, it. I didn't even see that. That's amazing. And no sugar. No sugar. Mm-hmm. Gluten-free. Love that stuff. Delish. All right. Cheers, Chloe. Oh, it's a, it's a can. Anticlimactic. Cheers. <laughs> All right. Before we get into today's episode, I need to tell you a story. Yeah. Chloe. Can you finally tell me? She messaged me last night on Instagram, by the way, not a text, saying I just got followed with like six exclamation points. And then I was like, what the fuck? And then she sent another message. I can't remember what it was. And then I went to call her and it rang once and then goes, rings out. And I was like, what the hell? So then I tried to call her again. My phone died while I was messaging her. I know. So I'm like, my sister's been abducted. Luckily it said, I just got followed. Yeah, I just got followed. Not, I am being followed. Chloe, help. Call the police. I was traumatized. Yeah. All right. So I'll tell you the story. So I dropped Chloe home after netball last night. And I was going, it was really late. We ended up talking to one of our girlfriends for ages after the game and it was like pitch black. I think it was like 10.30 at night by the time Mm. that I dropped you home. Anyway, so dropped you home and I I went like the long way home, like along like the beachfront and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it was really, really dark. There's no other cars on the road. Heaps of streetlights are out as well because of the flooding. Yeah, it's so dark around. Anyway, so I was driving along and I saw like ages away there was a car behind me, only one car on the street. 
and it came up behind me and started like tailgating me. And I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to deal with this. I just want to cruise home. So I pulled over and I let it go past me. Anyway, then I pull back out, start driving again. And not long after this, another car speeds up behind me. And I'm going like, I'm not a slow driver, but it was like kind of a residential area. And I was already going, it was probably like a 50 area and I was already going 60. Mm. And this car is on my ass. And I was just like, what is this car doing? And I was going to pull over again, but there wasn't anywhere for me to. You know, it was definitely not the same car. Well, that's what I'm thinking. When I told dad the story, he said maybe it was the same car that then turned around and came back. Because I was like, this is kind of weird. Or even it could have, you don't don't really notice things when you're driving, I've noticed. So it could have just pulled over. notice things in general And you could have driven past it and then it's pulled out again. Oh my God, totally. Yeah. So actually, oh my God, now that I think about it, I totally forgot about this. But when I pulled over the first time, oh my God. Why? Okay. So the first car, the first time that I was getting tailgated, I pulled over to the side and I noticed, I was like, that's weird. The car slowed right down and stopped for a bit next to me and then drove off. And I was like, I'm getting goosebumps. Yes. Just listen. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. But I just was like, oh, whatever. It's gone now. I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. But, like, it actually fully stopped there. It was, fuck, okay. Anyway. Looking at you? Was it looking yeah. through the window? Oh, I didn't know. It might have seen me. I don't know now. Now that I'm thinking it could be the same car. So, and then it drove off. Anyway. This is giving me eeries. It was pretty, I was rattled after. So then I, I'm driving along and I was, like, come up to a big intersection with a big roundabout. And I'm like, okay, I'll go around the roundabout. And just as I approached the roundabout, a huge bus is coming in the opposite way. And I was like, I don't want to pull in front of this bus because I wasn't going to put my indicator on. I was just mm. going to go around the roundabout so that they'd go through. And the bus came and I was just like, oh, whatever. I'm prop. This guy's annoying. But I was still thinking I'm not getting followed. I was mm. thinking they're really being really annoying and tailgating me. Anyway, so then I keep going. And luckily, I come up to this couple more cars in front. And I was like, and more lights. So I'm like, yeah. okay, like, hopefully they'll leave me alone now. Yeah. But then the two cars in front pulled off to another street. So there was just me and this car again. Then coming along to the front shops and a big truck goes to pull in, like do, do a reverse parallel park. And so I'm waiting behind the Is truck. Is this on the um, one-way area as well? Yes, well, the one-way. One yeah, just yeah. one-way. So there's not really much room for me to go around mm. and I've got a big car. So I'm waiting and then at the last minute I like kind of swerve. As soon as I've got a moment, I swerve and get around the, mm. the truck. But the car does the same thing and swerves around it, like dangerously, when mm. neither of us should have gone around this truck. And I was like, okay, that's a bit weird. Is this car following me? Like, oh what the fuck? So then I'm driving around and I'm going around the beach car park is on my yeah, left yeah. right now. And so I keep going and you know how there's that street that you can turn right? Yeah. So at the last second, I turn into that street. Yeah. So you know where it is, like full residential, there's like no one. The only reason that this car would have had to turn down there rather than to go to the lights or to go the next street was if they live there. there. Yeah. So they follow me. They turn really sharp. They're like about to go past and they turn, screech around. And I was like, okay, this car is freaking following me. What is going on? So should, they always say, if you think you're being followed, make four, three or four left turns, like, cause then you'll be going in a circle. Yeah. I was going to, I was almost too scared to do that because I didn't want it to be confirmed. You didn't want to confirm it. Yeah. And then, so I was like, okay, this is a bit weird anyway. So then I get to the main road. Mm. So it's a bit more lit up. It's still, because it's so late at night on like a Thursday night, there was hardly any cars around. Mm. And, um, I'm thinking, okay, I'm on the main road now. This person's going to relax. Like they'll just go around me. Cause I'm still thinking maybe they're just pissed off that I, like 
I was in front of them and then, mm. I don't know, it was really weird. I just kept trying to be like, nah, nah, this couldn't possibly be happening. I'm just exaggerating. Yeah. So then I'm in the inside lane and the car is behind me, tailgating me again. And I'm like, well, just go around me. So then it goes to change lanes like quite abruptly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God it's going to go around me. It speeds up and goes next to me and is driving along next to me. And I'm like, oh my God, like window to window. And I'm like, holy shit. So I like slow down a bit, slows down with me. I speed up a bit, speeds up with me. There's no other cars around as well. I'm like, where is everyone? Do you know what the car looked like? It was a big black SUV. And then I know, even scarier. I know, I'm like, far out, the FBI's onto me. (laughs) Anyway, so then I'm driving along. I'm like, okay, just ignore this person because he was trying to get my attention. And I could kind of see him out the corner of my eye. There was a guy by himself, a big guy. And I was like, all right, just ignore, keep driving. So then I'm driving along. And then I, as I get further along, there's some cars coming up. And there was like a merging, um, you know, those big flashing signs yeah. that mm-hmm. say merging, like a big arrow. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, thank God. So I pulled in front of this car. So now he's behind me again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he won't be able to get into that lane because it's merging. Mm-hmm. But the sign was there, but you didn't actually have to merge. Like that lane was still free. So he pulls into the other lane. Yeah. Now it's on the right side of me. And he's doing the same thing, going side on. He's like trying to get my attention. Then he starts beeping me. And I'm thinking, okay. Maybe my taillight's out. Maybe I've got something on my roof and he's been trying to, like, let me know. I don't know. Anyway, so then I'm like, fuck. Okay. I pulled down my window and I was like, what's up? And he goes, hey, are you following me? And I was like, what? He's like, are you following me? Because I turned off and you blah, blah. So this guy was fully following me and then messing with me and trying to say, like, are you following me? So this, it was like full and he was like full trying to keep going. And I was just like, what the fuck? And sped off. And then he ended up turning down into a side street and left. But I was like, what the hell just happened? So this person was like fully had just, I don't know if they just like picked a random car because they were assuming. And he was by himself? He was by himself. There's no one else in the car. It was like a big young guy, like. And then I get home, I was like quite rattled. I get home and I was like ran in the house and go, Dad, oh my God. Are I you just certain got- that they didn't follow you home? You, they didn't? Yeah, I was careful because I um, was driving around for a bit, like looking out for it. And I saw a black SUV, like kind of much further back, but it looked like it had signage on the car. And then mm. I waited and um, I turned down the side street that we usually go down to get home and waited to see if that car followed me down and mm. it didn't. So then I quickly went home and like ran in, but yeah, so etch. That is so scary. It was so scary. And then when I told dad, I got home and I was like, Oh my God, I just got followed. And I was like, he was like, what? And I was like telling him the story. He's like, I told you not to go after that cult. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. That's, a, that's what I was about to say. I was like, I'm worried that this is, yeah. Okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, <laughs> Tell you all about my traumatic story. So, how's your week been, Clozaro? It's been good. It feels weird because we just recorded the last one a couple of days before this one. We're way more organised this week. Yeah. I've actually done a juice cleanse for a few days. Feeling pretty good. You have too. Yeah. I actually played a netball game after not eating anything and just drinking juice for a whole day, and I'm surprised with how much energy I had. Young girls out there, just listen up. <laughs> don't eat food you don't need it, and just go and exercise after you've got a whole day without eating food. Hundred percent. Great advice. Cheating. 
No, do not do that. It's not even because I'm trying to lose weight. I mean, that would be an absolute bonus. It's because I am not supposed to eat gluten and I've been eating heaps of gluten lately and I just feel like I'm all like gross and I feel gross on my inside. So I just want to cleanse it all out and then start eating healthy food again. Yeah. She was actually told by a doctor that she shouldn't have gluten and she's... I was told by a doctor that I shouldn't do a lot of things, but here we are. And she's continued to do it and it's just really upsetting. So Mm. anyway, another thing that we have to talk about, which angers me to my core. Oh, we've been raging. I'm sure we've all seen it. We've been raging and ranting over here. Our girl, Kimmy K, saying just (laughs) Just stop being a lazy bitch and go and work. Oh, my God. And that meme of her where it's like eclipse it all together and she's like... Just get up off your ass. No one wants to work anymore. Put in the work. Just work. Yeah, work. Just work. And you then gotta work. his name at the end being like, say crack again. Yeah. <laughs> Legit though. It's like, okay, honestly, first of all, we, um, we love the we Kardashians. We love the Kardashians, yeah. We actually have a group on Instagram. Uh, it's like a fan page for the, <laughs> I'm joking. Oh my God. <laughs> part of this i don't know us um me jade chloe and our two of our cousins have like a instagram message group and we always send each other like celebrity goss stuff but majority of it is like kardashian stuff kind of true actually yeah and we don't even really think about it exactly but we're like we always consume their content and everything and find them very entertaining so a little disclaimer there we'll say that we're not hating on them however we think it's like freaking it's just it's ridiculous. easy for you to say, get off your ass and work when you've got people looking after your kids, you've got people cooking for you, you've got a personal trainer, people doing your you've laundry. got people doing the laundry, your gardening, Cleaning all your housework, house. yeah. you've got people, she's got a law degree, but she's got a team of like eight people around her helping her study. Exactly, like, yeah. Any resources, all the resources in the world that she she's got billions need. of dollars yeah. in the bank account, yeah. so she's got all this, she never has had any financial struggles. All the contacts that she would have as well, yeah. like, can you imagine? So, yeah, I just It's think- like that that said you have the same 24 hours yeah. a day as Beyonce. That Molly May girl yeah. from um, the UK. Yeah. I don't know. She hasn't come out and said anything yet. She has actually she? hasn't. And when I went onto her Instagram page yesterday when it was all released and she was, everyone had like screen recorded it and like put it on their stories and she was replying it with like clapping emojis. Like she was so proud of what she had said. And I was like, I wonder if you're just going to stick by being proud of what you said or if you're going to realize how you, tone deaf you yeah. Just and so hear everyone's ridiculous. backlash on it and then be like, oh, sorry. Because I feel like she is quite – she does catch herself on her mistakes. Yeah. Well, because they, Kendall does. Yeah, but they have such a big PR team around them and stuff. Yeah. She's learned her lessons. Um, but I also, playing the devil's advocate, as you often like to – she would be going through so much hell with Kanye right now oh and all God. the hectic stuff he's doing. So she's probably like just so angry and just being like, you yeah. want to make money, go out there and make money. And it's come across. Yeah. She, she, really you're not the one up. saying that. If you're like a single she's mom. She's trying to be a boss ass bitch. And yeah. it just comes across as really tone deaf and really entitled. And she was born into a rich family. It's yeah. not like her whole family came from nothing and they all made this amazing career. Yeah. Like if she didn't have her mom, that's an amazing manager. Yeah. And her sex tape. Exactly. Like, where her would mom be? has been. Yeah. They capital on that which was great and like we said we're like fans of them we watch their stuff and everything and, and they are them. really good at they what are, they do yeah they are amazing at what they do and um, yeah the Kardashian team is like ridiculous but she's had all that backing like Chris has been working behind the scenes to make all that happen they have been working for so long now she's in her 40s and she's got all of this behind her and now she's saying this yeah pretty funny though I could not take that seriously I was like are you serious and in their little outfits as well and then you hear Courtney be like 
so true. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you do? Yeah, she was the you one that had it, the big fight about. Yeah, um, you've made it very clear. It wasn't that her priority. Working is not a priority. Yeah. Instead, you want to look after your kids, which is fine, and that's yeah. a normal way to live. Like, yeah. if you want to make your family your priority, that's good. But then don't like then don't get up and be like, yeah, yes, queen. No one wants to work. One more thing in celebrity news that I want to talk about that we were just talking about earlier today is um, freaking Heidi Montag and her carnival diet or whatever the <laughs> hell is going on there. She's eating raw meat with her hands. Oh, it's out disgusting. Of little plastic baggies. And she's like making paparazzi. She's like doing it for the paparazzi. Yeah. She's, she's not trying it. to hide it. Yeah, she's, she's like, definitely doing this, guys. it to become like, relevant again. It's like she realizes that she's not in the public eye anymore. So she's like, mm-hmm, let's just eat some meat out of a bag. Yeah. Her and Spencer are people so start talking about it again into the fame and into remaining relevant and everything so it doesn't really surprise me at all she's doing something like that because I heard about it on a podcast I was listening to recently when they were talking about every morning apparently for breakfast she has a full raw animal liver and eats it with not with a knife and fork or anything just like picks it up like a burger and eats it with her hands that's fucking disgusting and they were talking about the video of her doing that i didn't see the video i just heard them talking about it and then our cousins there's you know, a little celeb very... chat sent a, a picture of her eating it out of a plastic bag Ew. like there's oh. very few foods that you can eat with your hands and not look like an absolute freak I mean, even if you picked up a whole eating, quarter watermelon and just bit into it, you'd still be like, "That's." I'm quite sorry, strange. Chloe. It's not the eating it with the hands that's the problem for me. <laughs> no, but I'm saying there's so many things wrong the to that. Like how- she's definitely doing it for like the effect. Now that we've just had a little rant, <laughs> we also thought because this is an episode about Friends, why not involve our favorite TV show of all time, Friends? It's not my favorite TV show of all time. It's. A family thing, Lauren. Yeah, it's our favourite TV show of all it's time. It's most people's favourite yeah. TV show. Everyone out there, it's your favourite TV show of all time. You don't have a choice. Whether you <laughs> think you like Seinfeld more, you don't. I think our poll the other day proved that people preferred Friends. <laughs> yes, did. Anyway, so we're going to quiz each other on some quotes from Friends to start off with. Yeah, so we're going to say a quote from the show and then the other person has to guess who said it. And you guys can play along with us. Friends quotes. Let's quiz each other, everyone. All right. So we'll give you a minute to answer yourselves and then you've got to maybe count to five in your head, Lauren, and then you answer. All right. Who's going to go first? I'll go first. Who said this? I tell you, when I actually die, some people are going to get seriously haunted. I know. Do you guys have it? (laughs) Ross, it's when he fakes his death. And no, Chandler fakes his death online. And then that hot chick rocks up and he tries to have sex. Yeah, they have like a memorial for him. Yeah, so messed up. And Chandler's gay, but no one's surprised by it. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. It was a one-time thing. I was very drunk and it was someone else's subconscious. Chandler. Yeah. (laughs) Good job. All right. Oh, I wish I could, but I don't want to. Phoebe. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was supposed to give a second. Yeah, it was too quick. Too quick. Um, What about, come on, Ross, you're a paleontologist. Dig a little deeper. Phoebe. I had that one as well. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> How good is that? God, she actually has some amazing quotes. She had like the most that I found. That yeah, she's I, she's a underrated, underrated character. All right, right, this one's... Oh, wait, sorry, it's your turn. It is my turn, yes. Oh, come on, Will. Just take off your shirt and tell us. <laughs> That's Phoebe. Well. Yeah. <laughs> it's Brad Pitt that she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> Brad Pitt. All right, God, so, so Rachel... Hot, that episode. so hot. That 
his whole life he's been home. So Rachel says this, and you've got to tell me who responds. Okay. So Rachel says, I'm not someone who goes after a guy five minutes after he's divorced. And they go, no, you go after them five minutes before they get married. Oh, that's funny. Monica? Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah. All right. What about this? What's not to like? Custard? Good. Jam? Good. Meat? Good. Good. <laughs> That's Joey when they make the mess up for Yeah. Oh, my God. I really want to watch it now. Maybe it is my favorite show of all time. <laughs> all right. I've got one last one. So Monica goes, where have you been? And they go, emotional hell. Chandler? No. Who? Ross. Uh, of course. The most dramatic thing. Yeah. All right. Well, Chloe won that round. As I told you, Friends is a part of my identity. Yeah, you you guys have watched it a lot more than I have. I get, like, personally offended when people say they don't like Friends. And all the memes that go around about how shit Friends is, I want to murder everyone. I don't think it's those. shit. I do think re-watching it back, I will say, a devil's advocate here, that it is a bit problematic now. Like, it's quite homophobic. Yeah, but that's not why people stuff, are hating it. People think it's not funny. Yeah. It is funny. But, yeah, it's very homophobic in this day and age. Yeah. Okay, so now I need to ask So I just want to, after saying that, I want to retract the statement about saying the Friends is a part of my identity <laughs> because I'm, I'm not homophobic in any way. Yeah, but you love the show. I think that's one of those things when you grow up with something that's so nostalgic and I think, yeah, you can kind of you kind of make excuses for that and you can kind of see through it. And you know it's just like a, a certain, time. yeah, at a certain, um, on a certain level you can see that it's just a product of the time. Like they'll make like, they thought that gay jokes were funny back then. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, it's not funny anymore, but at that time it w- was meant harmlessly, but it's just like a bit, oh, now when you watch it. Mm. Um, I have a question though. If you had to be Monica, Rachel or Phoebe, who would you choose? If I had to be one of them. Yes. I was thinking about this last night. From how – oh, that's a hard one. Because, like, right off the top of my head I'm thinking Rachel. Yeah. But then I'm also, like, she's had such a hard up and downs with Ross and then she has a baby with Ross but then they're not together but then they do end up together. Yeah. But then you could be, like, Monica and Chandler are the cutest and she also got to date Tom Selleck. Yeah. But then she can't have her own children so that was really hard for her and that was a really huge thing. And then Phoebe but then she gave – Birth triplets of a brother, but then she ends up with Paul Rudd, yeah. which is kind of like what I'm doing now. All right, so Chloe can't answer <laughs> the question, but I would say Phoebe. I thought about it, and I'm going to say Phoebe for sure, which is the last person that I would have thought that I would choose. Mm. But if you think about them, Monica and Rachel are quite insecure and like have so many little quirky flaws and insecurities and issues and stuff like that. Whereas Phoebe is just so comfortable with herself yeah that's and true. so confident and so secure in herself and just she's always like happy and positive and stuff and she doesn't really like care too much about anything and she's always like i don't know having fun yeah having fun doesn't take and life too seriously exactly and so like when i thought about it that way i actually think i would choose phoebe for sure good point yeah i had like a nervous break i know here, so. <laughs> yeah, i'm not gonna ask you that again don't worry. <laughs> All right, um, let's get into it. Yeah. The okay. real stuff. All right, so let's talk about friendship. Today, we're going to talk about how to be a good friend. How not to be a bad yeah. friend. And then we've got some stories that people wrote in. So yeah. we've done stories in the past about dating and sex and relationships and stuff like that. And we thought we'd do a friendship one because like we we're talking about when we we're talking about doing this episode, you have friendships like more of your life than you have 
romantic relationships yeah. but it doesn't get as much attention and a lot of the time they can last longer as well exactly you break up with your boyfriend but your friends are still there for you exactly remember that um yeah so we got some questions sent in too about friendships we'll answer those and do a little fun would you rather at the end so stay tuned for all of that goodness guys (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get into it okay so we're gonna go a little back and forth on some of our main points about Mm -hmm. how to be a good friend and how not to be a bad friend. <laughs> Every time you say that, I don't know why. It's in my head. It, it sounds, sounds like wrong. a double negative. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is, I guess, we're just saying how to be a good friend. What not to do. Yeah. What not? What to do, what not to do. Mm. The do's and don'ts of friendship. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> That's what we're doing here, guys. We've got right. to go. We sorted it out. All right. Live on air. <laughs> you can start, Claire. All right. My first one is to always check in if they're going through something, just make sure you're always there for yeah, them. Positive or also, negative. Yeah, yeah. Also like make sure you show genuine interest in their life and like remember little details about them. Like one of my girlfriends has a job interview today. And so I just made sure to message her before it be like, hope it all goes well. Or if one of your friends just went on a date, message them be like, how'd the date go? Just yeah. make sure. Cause people love talking about themselves. Yeah. And if you remember little things about them, they're going to be like, Oh my God. I'm it glad means you a lot. You remember yeah. that they remember as well. Yeah. We've got a few friends like that that are really good like that that will reach out and be like, oh. Or even if you're like sick, like it doesn't have to be a major yeah. thing. You might have like a cold and they're like, hey, are you feeling better? Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We've got friends that are really good like that. 100%. So. One of my girlfriends in particular, I'll call her out actually because she's been on the podcast, Faith. Fucking love you. She, I told her the other day, she was like, how are you? And I was like, not so great. And so she's been checking up on me every single day. Just, hey, but not in an obvious way as yeah. well. Just like so that such I know she's there kind of thing. Such a good friend. She's genuinely, genuinely good. Yeah. yeah. Bless her soul. All right. So I said you want to be a positive influence in their life. So 100%. Give them compliments, make them feel we good. We love to compliment. Yeah, we, lo- we love a I compliment. I feel like that's a personality trait of mine. <laughs> when they um, walk in, we always talk about how our friendship group is. Just say we've like, we're going out to dinner or something and majority of the group is there. Every time a new girl walks in to join the table, oh we're God, like, oh my I God, I love that dress. Wow, it looks incredible. Oh my God, those shoes. You look so good. Oh my God, I love you. Like blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's a really positive environment and that's good. And on the other side of that, you don't want to be a negative influence in anyone's life. Mm. So your energy does like transfer onto the people that you are around. As much as you feel that other people's energy can sometimes drain you or make you feel good or bad, mm. you have the same effect. So if you're constantly putting people down or... Or talking about even it doesn't have to be about that person. You can just be talking about negative stuff all the about time. About other people, Co- yeah, yeah. About other people. If you're bitching about other people or trying to make them bitch all the time, it's okay to have a little cheeky vent. We yeah. love that. But you don't want it to be like even if you're just complaining about the weather or you're complaining mm. about everything. You don't want to be a negative influence in someone's life. So keep that in mind as well. You want to be the type of friend that you want to be friends with. Yeah. Good. 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 Good thing. <laughs> thanks girl good good good, good thing Rose. thanks for the compliment <laughs> ah there you go um my next one is never judge them for what they tell you like make sure that they can always come to you and you're yeah. always like they can talk to you about anything basically yeah if and you want to keep killed someone mind. you've got the shovel <laughs> exactly <laughs> no but like just say they really really fucked up and they came and told you that like either they cheated on their boyfriend or they got with someone that something really messed up they know that they can come to you and just be like, oh, I fucked up, but yeah. help me. What should I do? Yeah. Or and you're just always there to give good... like good advice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or just a shoulder to cry on, something like that. Yeah. Be there. Be yeah. there for them. Be there physically for them. Yeah. And then 
follow up, circle back to what I said earlier, message them during the week and be like, how are you feeling about yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Don't go yeah. around to all your other friends and be like, oh my God, I can't believe blah, blah, did yeah, this. Yeah, keep you your hear? secrets yeah. close. Yeah. And I think that's something that comes with age as well. Hopefully for most people. I mean, some people probably never grow out of that, but... So another one is to reciprocate the effort that your friend is putting yeah, into the friendship. Definitely. So you want to be as committed to the friendship as they are. And this doesn't 100%. mean if they're like a really shitty person and make you feel terrible about yourself, but they're making like such a big effort into the friendship. Obviously there's exceptions to every rule. Yeah. But if they're a great friend and they're really making an effort all the time and you're flaking on plans and stuff like that, you really need to step it up. Otherwise you're going to lose them as a friend or at the end of the day, you're just not appreciating them and you're like missing out on being a great friend to that person. That's a great friend to you. Think about how they make you feel. hundred percent. But I think. So make sure if they're always messaging you to hang out, you message them to hang out as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Check in on them. Yeah. And everyone has busy lives these days. Of course, people are going to be too busy sometimes and have to cancel plans or reschedule and that's totally fine but if you're just making no effort and you Mm. think that they're always going to be there think again bitches (laughs) my next one is be genuinely happy for your friends when they have big achievements yes we are so lucky with our friendship group that i feel like everyone is really like that like genuinely happy if something good happens yeah it's it's almost like something good happens to the whole group exactly even when we did this podcast everyone was so supportive of us yeah it was so funny because when we started talking about it i was like excited for it but i was also like kind of cringing at myself i was like this is gonna be super lame and then i almost wasn't even gonna share anything on my own personal stories because i was like I don't want anyone to know that I'm doing And we this. didn't tell anyone for ages. Yeah, we were working on it for like six months before we told anyone. Yeah. And then the first two people I told were two girls that are like my closest friends. I've been friends with since I was like 10 years old. And they were both ecstatic. Like yeah. they were like, this is the best thing ever. I was like, oh my Can God. Can I just say as well, we, me, Jane, Chloe, were all really keen to do this podcast, but um, Chloe, out of everyone, was probably the most, I was like, oh, let's not tell anyone. Yeah, let's not tell anyone. I was just worried about how like, it was going to be received. And then she's made me and Jade not tell anyone and then she went out and started telling all these people and she's like I told these people they well, were I really told, supportive I told when these I told people. the first two they <laughs> had such a good response and I was like why wouldn't I tell more people yeah exactly well th- that's the thing because we have such supportive friends that they were so excited for yeah. us I think on the other side of that yeah if you're not genuinely happy for yeah. someone if someone tells you good news and you can't actually be happy for them like, work out why you're not yeah like is there some sort of jealousy there yeah. why is that jealousy there yeah that's not their problem that's yeah. your problem and you probably need to do the work like obviously there's hectic stuff that could happen like you miscarry or you lose someone or something and then so there's a little seed of you that you you can't help but be a little bit jealous yeah but that. there's like a reason for yes there's that. a reason for that yeah. so you're aware of that but if you're just constantly feeling insecure around your friends or feeling like you can't be happy for them that you're jealous of them yeah they get a promotion and you're like why why did that happen to them exactly that's your problem i've worked here for longer and all that exactly and you need to work on your own self-love and your own yeah yeah 100 okay i had as well to be welcoming to new friends as well yeah that's a good one i feel like not to you're so so like that oh thank you i do like that people say that i'm welcoming because i do i mean i think you can never have too many friends and oh, i love absolutely meeting people on nights out and making new friends but i think 
you don't have enough friends that you can't be nice to more people. Yeah. And if they're trying to like go out and make friends and want to be like, we've had situations a lot where there's a new girl that might have moved to the area or, or um, a girl that meets us on a night out and they, they want to make an, they're like, Oh, these girls seem fun. We want to hang out yeah. with them or whatever. I think just invite them to drinks, invite them out invite yeah. them for walks. Be welcoming. Don't be exclusive. Yeah. Do not exclude people. I think that's like such a ugly trait. 100%. Don't be like, oh, we're, we're full. Like, yeah, always be. Always have and friends. if you, you don't need to invite them into your friendship group, you, you can just be friends with them one on one or whatever. Yeah. You know, you can never have too many friends. And I think, um, yeah, be, be lovely and welcoming to everyone. Agreed. Another one as well, if you're entering a new relationship, it could be a friendship as well, like not just a romantic relationship, make sure you still keep your friends close. Like just say, if you get a boyfriend, don't just spend all of your time and energy with him. And never go out with your friends. Exclude your friends, yeah, because they're not always going to stick around if you just keep bailing on them. I must say you are very good at that. You have always been pretty good at that. I think I had a little moment for a while there, and it was probably like one winter. where I I feel like everyone does. Yeah, but I feel like like I've, I've always tried to make sure that I'm always still yeah. close with my friends. And you know what, actually, it does help. Well, now he's more into his soccer, but it did help. He was always very social too. So he'd mm. be doing his things with my friends. We always, we love hanging out with each other, but we also like having our own time mm. separately with our own yeah. friends. And you're really fun. Like just say we're on nights out. I'm so fun. Yeah, you are really <laughs> funny. It's not like you're like, cause some people, I don't know whether it's like the way that our society is or something. It just, it teaches women that when you're in a relationship, you need to like. Oh, you become a shell of your yeah, self. Yeah. You need to like settle down and you're like, you're taken now. So you just yeah. like, I don't know, can't go White out anymore. Mute in the corner. Yeah. Can't, can't don't drink alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Don't dance. Don't do. Yeah. And so I think that's a bit of a, whereas I feel like that's not the way with guys. Guys can go out for guys nights and be like wild and have fun yeah, and do their thing while the, while the um, wife or the girlfriend is sitting at home, like in the kitchen waiting for them. So. Drinking red wine by yeah. the bottle <laughs> yeah oh it's a size fuck yeah <laughs> but i do have another note on that as well like i said before it can be friendships if you get a new group of girlfriends don't just bail on all your original girlfriends exactly it can be exciting that's a real making bad trait. new yeah. friends but don't make yeah. sure you're always there for the others still all right now this one isn't that serious but <laughs> we'll just like spitballing ideas earlier mm. and we're joking about how if you're single and your friends are single you don't want to be the type of person that bags every guy in the bar or something yeah. like you can't oh, mine. yeah you can't put too many people off limits like obviously your girlfriends can't go and sleep with your ex-boyfriend or something that you've been going out with for six years no so. we're definitely saying that you can do that. <laughs> yeah but don't be like oh i had a crush on him like five years ago and now you you guys can't talk or something yeah. like that or like i've never actually spoken to this guy but i thought he was really hot he used to catch my bus in year eight and now you can't talk to him <laughs> like but do that with like seven guys you should have like a, a number a finite number of people that can be off limits here. <laughs> even that though but there has to be some reason that they're off limits yeah you know yeah you can't like hold it against your friend not i'm not <laughs> sounds like i'm like speaking from experience like oh my god <laughs> none of my friends let me get with their ex-boyfriends <laughs> so selfish no but we've had friends in the past i think there's actually a story that we have but we have friends in the past who've like gone into trouble with friends for like kissing someone that they kissed in the eight or something yeah. like that, you know and i think um and i remember in high school it used to be a big thing yeah high school especially yeah now it's not so much well i've also been in a relationship for ages so yeah it's not really i guess with my You're not other friends bags though. and guys mm. no i still do lay by <laughs> just in case <laughs> he's my just in case 
Yeah, another one on this kind of same page. If everyone's buying rounds, don't oh my just God, suddenly yes. disappear when it's your turn to buy a round or yes. be like, oh, what? Like We're getting rounds. We're, I didn't thought I was just getting all these free drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh my God, totally. I totally understand if you can't afford to buy six of your closest girlfriends, 10 of your closest girlfriends. Yeah. But make that very clear. At the Don't start. let them buy Don't you get a whole nine bunch free of drinks. drinks yeah. And when it's your turn, be like, oh, actually, I can't. Yeah. Like, just tell everyone straight up, I'm That's not getting rounds. So funny. Or that happens all the time. Yeah. It does. Yeah, exactly. I've done that before, though, where <laughs> I, I've gotten <laughs> all these left. free drinks and I just leave. When I I actually remember one night, though, I did leave before it was my round and it was when I was just out with Elise and Ash. Mm. And so I was like, guys, and I like transferred them some money. I know. Well, you don't you don't need to do that. But I've done it before where I've been um, like super broke and said, hey, guys, I cannot afford to buy rounds tonight. I have to be really careful. So no one buy me a drink and I'm not going to buy any drinks. Like, yeah. you know, you say it at the start. Say it at the start. And like, obviously it's fine. And if there's one or two nights where it's just like 100%. you haven't picked up around, but if it's a continuous thing. Yeah, 100%. I um, will be like, especially after a few drinks, quite generous and just like like shots on me or whatever. Yeah. Or like, and that's fine. You don't, I don't expect every time I buy a drink for other people to do it. It's just more if it's like – a constant thing like it's like a sneaky yeah little, like, oh it's my turn i'm gonna like go to the bathroom right yeah, now yeah 100% till they forget about me <laughs> and then just come back with a single drink <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh i thought i got yours oh funny all right now let's get into the stories that you guys sent through and there's some goodies let's do it i actually i hope that they're goodies because i purposely didn't read any of these so that i could read them live on air and get like a genuine <laughs> what if they're reaction. all terrible i know well i'll just cut them out you won't get a shout out okay first story and it's got a title you guys know we love a title <laughs> bridezilla with heaps of exclamation marks so i guess i should be saying bridezilla <laughs> okay When I was younger, I had a best friend that was my neighbor. She was the closest person in my life from the age of eight. We were as thick as thieves and did everything together. I was part of her family and I didn't even have to knock when entering her house. Her sister was like my sister and her parents were like my second parents. That's so cute. We would go shopping together, go to the movies, watch reality TV nonstop together and just laugh until the early hours of the morning. Her sister was four years older than me, and although I was close to her, I was surprised to be asked to be one of her bridesmaids when I was 15. She also asked my sister to be in her bridal party too. We were surprised but very happy to take on this role and were so keen for our first wedding experience ever. A 15 is pretty young to be a bridesmaid. Yeah. While she was planning the wedding for months before, her sister, my best friend, was often making comments about how much stress she was under and how she was legit being a bridezilla. I would laugh along and know that that sounds like her. She was very into the finer things in life and had a pretty big budget. Anyways, when it got close to the wedding, she wanted to do a Byron trip for her hands, which we were so keen for and had the best time ever with all the bridal party, partying in Byron and going to the beach. It was very expensive on my student slash Coles checkout chick budget, (laughs) but I still went paid for it all and had a great time anyways. For the wedding, she had organized our bridesmaid dresses and said that we had to pay for the shoes and makeup slash hair. I had bought the shoes myself, which weren't exactly my style and very expensive branded shoes, but I was okay with this. She then sent us a message saying that we had to prepay for the hair and makeup artist she organized, which was upwards of $200 each. 
Oh my God, she's only 15. Yeah. I didn't have this kind of money at my disposal at 15. My sister remembered that her other bridesmaid was a hairdresser and very good at makeup. So she decided to text her and ask if she could do hers for the big wedding to save money. My sister told me that she said, yes, of course, and told me to ask her to do mine too. I wanted to make sure this was okay with the bride. So I sent her a message just saying my sister had organized this. And as I don't work full time, I would like to ask this girl to do mine too. This was not taken too well at all. I received a message back, which was a bloody essay of how unappreciative and disrespectful I am and how I should never have been chosen as a bridesmaid because I didn't deserve it. She also, (laughs) she also said I had no idea how much stress she'd been under to plan this wedding and I'm trying to undo all her hard work. This message was a complete shock to me as I'd already spent upwards of $1,000 on her hands, gifts, shoes, etc. and already struggling to afford all of that. I ended up just peacemaking and saying I'll pay for it through her makeup artist to make her calm down. She then proceeded to ignore me the entire wedding and all of the events surrounding it. Oh my god. That is so awkward. Her maid of honor, my best friend, was fine with me the whole time. And then after the wedding, she said she can't be friends with me anymore because of the way I've treated her sister at her own wedding. Oh my god. Did she actually feel that way or was the whole family just being like yeah. this little girl? Forgot to mention that my best friend had also roasted her in the speech at the wedding saying, and I quote, my sister has been a fucking bitch and the bridezilla in the lead up to this. <laughs> oh my God. Which was so awkward and no one laughed, <laughs> but oh clearly gosh. she saw it. What? Can you imagine that? It'd be one thing if everyone laughed. I would make you guys run your speeches. speeches yeah, 100%. I'm going to be so... Because you always say those awkward ones and you're like, this isn't funny. I know. It's awkward. often like the best man that just yeah. like goes to way too far. <laughs> All right. I also heard through a friend of ours that she went around saying, the only reason I asked them to be in my bridal party is because I wanted a hot bridal party for photos. <laughs> What the fuck? This chick is crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But also, like, compliments to you. Yeah, exactly. These two that we're reading about are very yeah, hot. Yeah, they're beautiful. Anyways, my best friend of seven to eight years broke up with me over text because she wanted to be loyal to her sister, which I get. But seriously, what the fuck? This maybe explains why I didn't bother with a bridal party at my own wedding. It's all too much. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. Oh, my God. Okay, so just a quick little thing from this story. I think it has to be something that's like spoken about up front and mm. you have to be flexible. Have the conversation. Exactly. Especially you can't if you're a 15 year old girl and then be like, come to Byron with us, spend all this yeah. money, pay for the makeup artist, pay for your shoes. She would have been in high school. So fucking. And, and not even just in high school. She would have been in like year nine, 10. Yeah. And like, I'm sorry, but it's not even about her being in high school and how young you are. It's anyone. You can't, you need to be like, yeah, it's totally flexible. fine. If you can't afford her, like if you um, can't put it, I, I won't be offended. Like you don't need to be a, a bridesmaid, but mm. I can't afford to buy all of this. So I was hoping, I don't know, just have a conversation. Make it very. And be flexible. Yeah. And don't be a bridezilla. It's one day of your life. You're going to ruin these friendships Seriously. over one day. Like get a grip. All right, Chloe, have you got one for us? I do. All right. I've got one here. So I have this friend that set me up with a boy, like pushed me to ask him out on a date, etc. Oh my God. I can already see where this is going. Yeah. Then when we started to like each other and started getting serious, she must've gotten jealous because I wasn't spending 24 seven with her anymore. Like I was before meeting him. Anyway, then she told me that he had herpes, lol. Then I obviously asked him and got an STD check because herpes is for life. No herpes, no other STDs detected. What? 
So when that didn't go to plan, she just ghosted me and said that she can't be friends with me because of him. Even though if it wasn't for her, we probably wouldn't have ever what? been Was this girl friends with the guy? Her boyfriend was his friend. Oh, right. So she was thinking maybe like, oh. Double date vibes. But then yeah. I'm pretty sure when they started dating, her and her boyfriend broke up. Oh, so she was classic. like, I don't want you in that kind of circle. He has herpes! Yeah, but how? It's, it's like they were already sleeping together as if you wouldn't be like, oh, maybe she'll find out that I'm lying about this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. She sounds kind of crazy though. So. Um, they're still together now, so thank you. Um, but then she also goes, that same friend used to always bitch and say awful things about my core group, which is like our group. Um, so must've been really jealous in mind. Like how messed up is that? Yeah. So whenever, cause she wasn't a part of our group. So whenever they would hang out, she would always be like bitching. And, Obviously like, like a super possessive, yeah. jealous. Yeah. And like we said earlier, has her own issues. She needs to work through that. Exactly. Has nothing to do with yeah. the person that wrote that story. Precisely. Oh my God. Seriously. What's your next one, Loz? Okay, I actually have a few here. All right. <laughs> what? I just read the first sentence of this and I just... <laughs> okay, all right, you ready? This is Crazy Friend 1, the title is. We have a wee situation. <laughs> okay, what do you... This is... What do you do when your friend wheeze on you in public? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you do when your friend wheeze on you in public? So I've been friends with this girl from school, long-time friend. Not the best after she's had a few drinks, safe to say. So I'm at a bar with my amazing over-drinks girls, so she was uh, with us, doing what we do best and lapping it up at our favourite bar. Turns out said crazy friend is also at the same bar. She's beyond excited to see me and wants to hang with me and the overdrinks girls, of course. <laughs> Love this. <laughs> she also has issues with her bladder. We are talking in a circle, standing up, crazy friend by my side, and she keeps pulling on my arm and saying she needs to go to the bathroom. I tell her to go and that she'll be fine. <laughs> You're a freaking adult. Go to the bathroom by yourself. What? And it's not like we're in like yeah. some unknown city where yeah. you, it's slightly dangerous. Like the, the, the back streets of Bangkok or something. <laughs> okay. She asked me to come, but I'm in deep combo with my homegirls. I fucking love her. She keeps referring to us. She keeps telling me to come, but I'm in deep combo with my homegirls and the toilet is legit 10 meters away. Next thing I know, she pulls me again. I start to smell wee and I look down and she is standing in a puddle and has just wet herself oh my god she's just weed right there and then oh my god in the middle of the bar send help what do you do safe to say it wasn't the first time that this has happened oh my god. how many times is too many oh my god this is like a dolly doctor segment <laughs> i remember <laughs> is one time too many? about this girl i don't remember this me Us being, being there that. yeah god we, we must, must have, have been wasted quite a few drinks and not realize <laughs> was it one of us <laughs> It was you, Chloe. You're the crazy friend. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. I mean, depending on how drunk this – I have never done that. You have never done I've that. Never I done don't that. know I've anyone even, that's done that. I've never even wet myself. You know how people, like, sometimes when they're super drunk and they go to sleep? Yeah. And they, like, pass like that's out. Never happened to that. me. No. Yeah. I haven't wet myself since I was a kid. Neither. Oh. I don't know how many times is too many, but – I would say once happens, is too many. Once is too many. <laughs> once is too many. <laughs> once is too many times. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Um, good luck to your friend out there. Good luck, dear caller. Hit us close. Or I've got another one from this friend. Should I read? Yeah, read the next one. Okay, crazy friend two. 
get the fuck out of the tent. <laughs> oh my god, you're such a legend. This is just hilarious. All right. So I've been this girl's rock for a couple of years. She's been through a lot and I stood by her through thick and thin. I hope she would reciprocate when slash if I ever needed. Long story short, a friend of hers sexually assaulted me. Whoa. Mm. It took me a long time to tell anyone, let alone her, because I knew she cherished her friendship with him. The next day after I told her, she posts a selfie of her and him and a few others on her Instagram story. What the fuck? Oh my God, that is so messed up. So fucked up. This continued to happen for a long time and she continued to hang out with him, which clearly broke me. What, did she like not believe her or something? Because if she did, that is so fucked, fucked up, up behavior. I wonder what if she hell? was like secretly in love with him being like, yeah. I would never do that to you. All this aside, fast forward a year and I've kept her at arm's length. A chance to go away for a weekend comes up and I decide to extend the olive branch to her. Worst mistake ever. Also, side note, during this time, she started working at the same company he works for. He got her the job. What the fuck? Yes, I know I should be running right now. (laughs) It gets worse. Well, at least she's aware. We get to this weekend away and a different guy from her work actually lives in this country town and she thinks it's a good idea to invite him to our dinner. Oh my God. So they've gone away for a weekend, like almost as like a friendship mending thing Mm. and she's invited another guy from her work. Okay. He comes, they talk about work the entire night and talk about him and I'm sitting, oh, the guy that Mm. assaulted her and I'm sitting right next to her. I had enough, burst into tears and went to the bathroom. Fair enough. Get back from the bathroom and the other guy asked me, why are you so upset? Are you in love with him or something? What? This cannot get any worse. Oh my God. Oh my God. Safe to say I lost it. I told him there and then what his boss did. Oh, the guy was the boss. What a shit friend, crazy friend is. And said I was going back to accommodation, a glamping tent. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. That's cool. (laughs) Everything else is positive. It's very uncool, but this is cool. (laughs) Crazy friend has a boyfriend, but yet decided to stay with the guy rather than make sure I was okay and take me back to the tent. Next thing I know, it's 3 a.m. She's brought him back to the tent. He tries to sneak into the bed. They're sharing a bed. Tries to touch both of us. And then she runs out of the tent and tells me to deal with him. What the fuck? So this guy just like hires creepy fellow Fellow molesters. I scream telling him to get the fuck out of the tent and he thinks I'm a psycho and I push him out. She eventually comes back in. I can't even look at her and then we go to bed and I tell her she has to catch the first train home the next morning and get the fuck out. Fair a blood enough. What Fair enough. That is so hectic. The hell? What a shit friend. First of all, if someone tells you that, you should fully believe them. Yes. And, and not... You should completely cut ties with that yeah. fucking psycho. And if you don't cut ties with them, which is the first red flag, mm. don't be posting freaking selfies with them the and next day on your story and then go and work with them, like go out of your way to yeah. have this person in your life. And then when they're on like, okay, that is even, that's, that's bad enough. But then they've gone on this weekend away, like a girl's trip. She has a boyfriend, but she's invited another guy that she what works with that is also what friends the with the assaulter yeah. to the dinner and then bails on her when she's crying to stay with the guy, even and though she has a boyfriend, and back. then brings her back to the tent and so that she can get him. assaulted again. Oh my God. And then leaves her and tells her to deal with it. This girl is absolute nonsense. She needs to be shot. Well, let's not say that. She needs to be held accountable for her actions. <laughs> yes, Chloe. Please. Okay, some advice after hearing those stories. Cut this bitch 
out of your life. She is bad news and is not worth having in your life. Seriously. But don't even give her the decency of breaking up with her as a friend. You don't even owe her. her. Yeah. Never speak to her again. And if you ask her, if she asks you what's going on, just tell her you're a shit human being. I want nothing to do with you. Yeah. And lay out all the reasons. You have let me down time and time and time again. Yeah. No. And if anyone else has a friend like that in their lives, walk away this is the time that you can break up with a friend this is the time when yeah. you can completely you cut can people out of do whatever life. you want to them <laughs> except for murder that all right here's another one it's a two-part story cool. i was seeing a guy in high school i'd hang out at his house met his family would go to parties together take photos went to his formal etc he was fun i found out through a mutual friend that another girl was hooking up with him they weren't together or seeing each other but it was still enough for me to realize that this guy had the both of us on the go at the same time. The weekend I found out, I went to a party and the other girl was there. She approached me almost immediately and said she found out about him and me and her and the whole situation. She was so extremely apologetic and saddened that she could have done this to someone when she had no idea herself. I liked the guy, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't heaps into him and couldn't see it lasting anyway. So I decided right then and there that I'd rather be friends with this girl than hang around and be with this guy. Long story short, we ended up becoming really good friends purely on the fact that the guy we were both hooking up with thought we'd hate each other, but we totally hit it off. We'd have sleepovers and bake brownies and go to parties together and go to the beach together, etc. She was the first person I picked up when I got my peas and had a box of cookies, my favourite at the time, to celebrate. And it wow, made, this is wholesome as fuck. I know. And it, listen to this <laughs> Brownies and cookies. And it made a CD of all my favourite music for us to play as we drove around together. Oh my God, love that. We'd always just laugh at the fact that this guy assumed we'd be enemies, but the joke was on him because we became such good friends. It was such a wholesome way to end a situation that could have been awful. She's since moved into state and I haven't seen her in ages, but I'll forever be happy with the decision to go with a new friendship with a girl who was genuinely sorry and hoping I was okay. Then stick with a guy who was playing us both. Girl love forever, bitches. Oh my God, I love that. I kept waiting for it to like turn bad because the other ones have turned bad. I did too. But that was so good. It's nice to have a good story in the midst of all that. That's just, I love that. I love when girls stick together and are like, have that like loyalty to other girls and just like Mm. can put it in perspective. And it sounds like they were young. They were in high school. Yeah. And for her to realize like, this guy's not worth it. Let's be friends. Like he's trying to kind of like pit us against each other. Let's actually like do the opposite. I reckon that's awesome. Love that. Love that for you. Love. I hope you guys are still in touch. And if not, it's just a beautiful story anyway. Maybe reach out again. Yeah. You know what I feel like we're doing right now? I feel like we're like a smooth jazz. Yes, (laughs) I feel like we're smooth jazz. (laughs) Like, hey, Carla. Suzanne, I'm going to say to you right now, girl. You got to go out there and you got to get that girl back. Got to good to you. Put your friendship first. <laughs> Don't let her walk away from your life. <laughs> All right, caller number three. What do you got for me? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it's like. You know what I'm going to say to that? Mm-mm, girl. <laughs> girl. That don't sound right for you. I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the episode. Cut her out of your life. Put yourself first, queen. And up next, we got smooth jazz. <laughs> Fuzzy funk and the small bees. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right okay <clears throat> okay so obviously i've limited friends because i'm picky but i did have this one friend who when i was in high school we were super close i started dating this guy and we were all close however she introduced my boyfriend to one of her friends as she worked oh what however she introduced my boyfriend to one of her friends as she worked at the cafe he always went to 
They ended up exchanging numbers, my boyfriend and my friend's colleague. And my good friend at the time knew about this, but didn't say anything to me. What the fuck? He ended up cheating on me with this girl and my supposedly best friend still didn't say anything to me. I ended up breaking up with him because he was a knob and I was coming out of puberty on the better side. So I knew my work. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. This girl glue up. Is it glue up? Glowed up. Glowed up. Glue up. Glue up. Instead of grew up. It's glow. Grow up. Glowed up. Glowed up. Instead of growed up. Glowed up. Glow up. Glow up. She glue up. I lost both my boyfriend and closest friend, and I was young, so I thought it was the end of the world. A few years later, my friend and I rekindle our friendship. We're definitely not as close, but still friendly. I can't hold on to grudges anymore because it just affects me and not them. Mm, that's that's so true. a good point. Yes, holding on to grudges affects you. It doesn't affect me. I feel the same way, and then you just have this bitterness inside you. It's like, just get over it. I don't yeah. have time or energy to be dealing with. Like, if they've done something really bad, don't have them in your life anymore, but don't have this, like, fiery rage, anger towards yeah, them. Yeah, holding on to that. Mm. Oh, she actually says, My advice for anyone going through something similar is don't act on emotions. Let time do its thing and just act accordingly. Try to be the bigger person because every time I haven't and I've done something bitter, which is a lot, (laughs) it makes me feel worse and I'm ashamed. I saw my old boyfriend a few years ago and he's so fat, lol. (laughs) He asked me if I wanted to catch up and I said, absolutely the fuck not. (laughs) No hard feelings, but ain't no man worth that shit. (laughs) Oh my God. Amazing. That's my boyfriend and he was fat, lol. (laughs) That would have made her feel good. That's good advice she gave, though. That's very true. You only feel worse when you get like... And it might feel good at the time, but then you always end up being like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I should have been the bigger person. Exactly. It's even like, um, I know that we're talking about friendship right now, but we've had this conversation with our close friends so many times. When a guy screws you over, Mm. rather than acting out and like you want to like tell him off and put him in his place or something, rather than doing that, just... Don't respond. Mm. Don't reply to his messages. Cut him out. And you'll feel so much better I after. cannot vouch more for this. Even if you're just having a fight with your boyfriend like I have in the past. And then instead of saying that huge text where you're really mad at them and all this kind of stuff, when they've done something stupid, don't say anything. Silence is the best thing ever because then they're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Really messed up. Done that a couple of times. So Chloe's my... using silence as emotional warfare here. No. <laughs> We're just talking about being the bigger person. No, <laughs> because then they have time to think about what they've done yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. And then you have time to, instead of in the moment, raging. And then you're also putting yourself in the position where you're in the wrong as well. And then they'll get angry at your text mm. rather than thinking about what they've done. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay, I've got one more from this absolute ledge. Seriously, we're so lucky. Our friends have the best stories. <laughs> All of our podcasts will just like be like, guys, <laughs> we're doing this topic now. All right. Another friendship story would be how best friends should do anything for you. I went through a really brutal breakup a few years back and I had to slyly get my things back from his apartment. So my best friend drove with me to Whoop Whoop to grab my shit. I did my best remembering his schedule and I knew he had a footy game that night, which meant he should be out for, which meant he should be out for warm-ups and traveling to the game. I was wrong. The game was 10 minutes from his place, so he didn't have to leave so early. So me and my devil's advocate are in the lift up to his floor as I still have keys. We go to his door and I'm about to let myself in, but then I'm like, maybe I'll just check under the door first to make sure this, the coast is clear. Oh my God. 
So we both look and we can see these feet walking back and forth and then hear keys dangling and going for the door. Oh my God. Oh God, this is like a movie. There's legit nowhere to run except for the lift, which is directly opposite the door. So we're pressing the elevator button aggressively. It finally comes as his door starts to open. We jump in and press down, but accidentally press open. So the door's open again. Oh Oh my God. His door is opening. I'm weighing myself. My best friend is trying to climb out of the roof of the lift. (laughs) Luckily, God was on my side. He forgot something because he's a fucking idiot who's been knocked on his head too many times. (laughs) We run to my car and hide there until we see his car drive out of the car park. I was so shaken from almost running into him that we went to mine and my ex's favorite local cafe for a quick juice before we descended onto the dreaded removal of my items in his apartment. (laughs) We saw my normal barista who asked if I wanted to put anything on my ex's tab as that's what we used to do. And I ended up getting so much shit on it because they didn't know we were broken up. (laughs) So YOLO karma for being an absolute piece of shit. Oh, I love that. So funny. Went back to the apartment, got everything that was mine, my coffee machine, clothes, gifts I brought for him, lol. My best friend was like, fuck it, he's been a douche, let's do something else. So we ended up taking just one left shoe of every one of his favorite shoes. (laughs) We haven't spoken to this ex since since this, but that is why you always bring moral support with you to collect your stuff from an ex's house. Oh my God, just one of his left shoes. That is hilarious. I wonder if you ever realized. You want to be like... You'd just be like, where the hell did I leave this shoe? Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't be like suspicious. Although if all of her stuff's gone too, oh, that you wouldn't true. notice. But they haven't spoken since, so he obviously so didn't like having And if this is the ex that I'm thinking about, he deserved that and a lot more for what he did. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, my God. I like. I was. I actually could like picture it like it was a movie as well. Me too. You know what I was picturing it like? What's that movie when at the end she like punches him? She's like, you know what? Yeah. Um, when it's like Belle um, and she does it. Is it, is it um, what happens in Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. Must, yeah, it might be that. Oh, my God. I feel like watching that again. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> he opens the door and she's like on her knees yeah, and punches, punches him in the dick. He's like, why? So yeah. She's talking about it all movies. Yeah, she? exactly. She's like, we should do this. And then she actually does it. Anyway, yeah, definitely. I mean, it would make something that could be like so awkward and hard and maybe even sad really, really funny if you had a friend <laughs> with you as well. So, hilarious. Okay, so they're our stories. Absolutely fantastic we got a little bit of everything as well we got like some wholesome niceness absolutely funny totally fucked up bad worst friend ever now we've got some questions okay so the first question is how do you know when you should walk away from a friendship or need to break up with a friend Mm. i mean we kind of spoke about that with one of the stories where she was just such a shit friend time and time again and was not putting their friendship first and was clearly like just had no um care about her actual like about the friend at all yeah no way I think I don't know I've never actually like broken up with a friend before and I think it would take a lot for you to actually do that and like you said close sometimes you don't even need to I don't think I would break up with a friend depending on what they had done if it was just that we're growing apart or just do like a soft fade yeah I just do like a soft fade just fade it out just stop messaging them all that kind of stuff um but I think if they've done something really bad and you want to like address it then you can break up with them and be like I actually don't want to be friends with you anymore because of xyz yeah but and then also don't let it drag on. Say I don't want to be friends with you because of blah blah blah. Say your piece. Let them say their piece. Kind of get closure. But don't if it's just turning into a big fight and it's going back and forth, back and forth. 
you don't need to keep going with it. You've said your piece. You said you don't want to be friends with them anymore and then just step away. I think it's hard as well, like if you're in a big friend group and it's just one particular person in that group, in that case, I feel like I just kind of distance myself with them. I wouldn't oh, have totally, the conversation. Oh, yeah. Because then that just makes it awkward. It also makes it awkward for everyone else in the group. Exactly. And I think you need to be mature and not break up with a friend in that situation. Yeah. Just be civil. And like if you're in a friendship, in a big like um, get together with all your friends, mm. just don't spend one-on-one time with that particular friend. Just yeah. kind of keep your distance. Sometimes when you realize they're not really that good of a friend, like they always talk, want to talk about themselves. They're not really interested in your life or they've mm. done kind of the wrong thing by you a few yeah, times. They haven't been there for yeah, you. Yeah, they're not that great. Them. You don't necessarily need to cut them out of your life. Just realize that they're not that – you just like keep them at arm's length and just realize that not everyone has to be your best friend that's going to hold your hand through all your yeah. hard times. They don't always need to be your best friend. You can just go on a walk with them or maybe they're someone that's fun to have like in a big group on a night out, but mm. they're not someone that you have like one-on-one convos yeah. and talk about any like serious stuff with or go mm. to them for advice. It's okay to have friends that are just like all different levels of friendship. You don't have to have like just best friends that will do anything for you and you'll do anything for them. Mm. You can have like acquaintance friends or fun friends or, you yeah, know, friends walk, that you only go buddies. out with, friends yeah. that you only go to the gym with. Yeah, all exactly. That kind of stuff. And that's fine. And know? also you don't have to stay friends with people just because you've known them for so long. Just because they're your longest friend doesn't mean they're your best friend, you know? Yeah. You don't need to stay friends with someone just, yeah, like you said, just because you've always been mm. friends with them and like you feel like you have a loyalty to them to stay friends. But yeah. I think the time that you need to walk away and break up with a friend is if they've really done something bad that they can't come back from and they are not treating you with respect and they're doing it time and time again. They haven't just made one mistake and they're sorry for it. They're Mm. doing it time and time again. Like one of the stories we told where she was like staying friends with the guy that assaulted one of her Mm. best friends. Cut that person out of your life. I also think if you're hanging out with someone and you're always leaving them feeling really down or really negative, that's when you should walk away from the friendship. But that particular scenario doesn't necessarily need a breakup yeah just if they're making you feel negative they're making you every time you hang out with them you just feel really shit and bad about yourself and you leave them in that kind of slumped kind of feeling walk away from that friendship but just kind of slowly fade that out hang out with them less and less and less yeah make if that less person is your absolute best friend then maybe have like a conversation about it and just be like look i need to i just she's just a negative bitch and i can't deal with you anymore help them become more positive maybe if yeah. they're ex- There's a difference between being like a bad person and be going through something. If someone's like depressed or has like a, an issue, something going on in their life that's making them negative. Absolutely. Sometimes you don't know, but Mm. sometimes you don't know that something's going on. So maybe talk to them about it and try and help them through that and make them more positive. And if you're ending up expelling so much energy and time trying to make this person feel more positive and no matter what you do, they're just so negative and drag you down and drain Mm. you, drain all your energy, you know, we're all adults now and we have a finite amount of time Mm. just take a step back and realize you know maybe this person isn't someone that I need to be surrounding myself with Mm. you know they say you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with so Mm. yeah just keep that in mind but yeah good quezzo good quiz Another question we got was, how do you make new friends as an adult? I've drifted apart from my school and uni friends and we don't really have the same interests anymore Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. I like that. I think, um, and Chloe will agree with me, the best way to make friends as an adult is through sport. sport. 
Yeah. So playing sport with a group of people is such good because you're playing like in a team as well. So I feel like Mm. that's almost like friendship building, trust building anyway. Yeah. And one thing dad always says is that your friends that you make through sport, it's like a different kind of friendship. Oh, a hundred percent. And I feel like my closest friends to this day are all my sport friends. A hundred percent. The friends that I'm still in contact with and hang out with the most from high school are the girls that I played high school basketball with, not the girls that were actually in my friendship group, which is weird. Mm. Um, And then our group now that Chloe, Jade and I are all in is our basketball girlfriends. We're all connected somehow through basketball. And whether like I played with them at uni or whether we played reps with them or grew up playing basketball with them. Whether they're related to us. Yeah, whether they're related (laughs) to us, half our group's related. But all the people that are related have also grown up playing basketball together too. Um, But yeah, so I think if you're looking to make new friends as an adult, go out and join a sports team, like a basketball team, netball team, touch footy team. There's so many options out there. Mm. Or do like a, I haven't done this before. You could even do like a class, like maybe a dance class or like learning a new language where you actually have to go in. yeah. Um, something like that. Like if you're making clay, art, <laughs> yeah, do a pottery stuff. class. Exactly. No, making clay, not pottery. Making <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> in the factory, the clay factory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most of my close friends are friends from the factory. <laughs> Another thing that you could do is on nights out. Like I've made friends from one of my like really good friends. She's actually just moved overseas, but. I met on a night out and we became so close after that and went out so often together mm. and we'd always be like messaging each other and catching up. Be a friendly, welcoming, kind person when you're out and be, mm. if you're wanting to make friends, be nice to the people around you. How many times do you have like amazing conversations with girls in the bathroom? A hundred percent. Make friends with them. And Add then them follow on Instagram. up on it yeah. as well. Don't just be like, oh, those girls are really fun on the exactly. weekend. Exactly. But... Add them on Instagram or get their number or something and message them and mm. try and catch up again. Go out for cocktails the next weekend or something like that, you know? And sometimes it might not work out, but most of the time it does. Like, I think, like I always say, you can never have too many friends. I think people are always willing to, like, go out and make new friends and invite people into their group and stuff. Mm. And if you're not... Most people are. Like we said, that's not a good um, trait. If you're, like, being being really... Exclusive. Exclusive and being like, you know, we have enough friends. We don't need this girl that was really nice on the weekend to come out with us. That's... That says something about you. And you don't want to be friends with those people anyway, so don't worry about that. Exactly. Or I guess you could even message someone through Instagram or something. Oh, yeah. Someone that you like following on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I had a girl do that to me and it actually really worked in her favor. <laughs> totally. Oh. oh, we actually have um, another one of our friends. She's like one of our best friends now. And she met Jade, who, as we all know, is constantly pregnant. Been so pregnant for the last seven years. Um, once again, um, was pregnant and she met her in hospital. She was working at the hospital, our friend. And she just got talking to Jade and was like, oh, I play basketball too, blah, blah, blah. They had a chat. And then she was looking for... She told her to reach out to me, didn't she? Yeah. And she wanted to join a basketball team because she just moved down to Sydney. And so she reached out to Chloe and she ended up meeting up with us, joining our basketball team. And now she's like in our group and one of our best friends. And it was such a good... And we're like so lucky to have her in our lives. So just like put yourself out there a little bit. If you actually want to make new friends, you have to maybe do a bit of work and actually do something about it. Like Kim K said, put in work. Put in work. No one wants to work anymore. No one wants to put in the work. If you want to make friends, put in the work. (laughs) Join a sports team. Talk to people at your workplace. (laughs) Go and make friends in the girls' bathroom. Go to the factory and make clay. (laughs) Okay, another question. Is it normal to move on from majority of your friends from high school? Love this question. 
Yes, it is totally normal. I think it's totally normal. normal. Like I said earlier, I don't think that just because you've been friends with people for a long time, you have to stay friends with them. I'm very lucky. I'm still really close with my high school friends. Mm. I've been out of high school for a few years now and we're still as close as we were when we first left school. But I don't think it's completely necessary for you to stay friends with your high school friends because I also feel like when you leave high school, you change. A lot of people change a lot about themselves. Oh, my God. I'm a completely different person now than I was in high school. And you can't expect to be the same person as like the 10 girls you were friends in high school. I, even though me and my girlfriends aren't still the same as we were in high school, our core values and stuff like that is still the same. So we still get along so well. But I think it's also totally normal to like drift away from people that you're friends Mm. with in high school. Like we said, you're a different person and like you have different interests. Sometimes your lives are going in completely different directions. You've got a different life. That's completely fine. And don't think that there's something wrong with you or that you have to really like force your friendship to keep your friendship after high school because it's completely normal to move on. Like we said, there's other ways to make good friends out of high school. 100%. And just I also that. feel like when you're in high school, a lot of people aren't 100% themselves. Mm. People are so lost and like confused with who they are. Trying so to find out like, their identity. Yeah. So you might be not 100% yourself when you leave high school. And if you've made all these friends with people that are that way that you don't want to be anymore like go and branch out be yourself meet people that are more like you yeah you exactly friends with those girls 100 percent. most boys. people find themselves after high school yeah. as well like That's in their 20s or whatever yeah 100 percent, or even their 30s so yeah go you do you girl mm. all right next question okay is this okay or does this still fit into the big no-no of never sleeping with a friend's ex Ooh, interesting mm, good stuff So I was overseas, let's say a gap year, and having the time of my life living it up as a single girl in a different country. End up realizing a friend's ex-boyfriend was also in the same country slash area. Had never really spoken to him before, just knew of him. And he reached out asking to catch up with some friends for a drink. Thought nothing of it and of course said yes, why not? Anyway, ended up that he was interested in me and one thing led to another. We didn't sleep together, we just kissed. And then saw each other a couple more times. When I say ex-boyfriend, though, I'm talking boyfriend when we were in year seven or eight. They slept with each other once and then that was it. So hardly a boyfriend in my eyes. Okay, so this is completely different than than what it first sounded like. Okay. Anyway, things fizzled out. I saw him a couple of times, still never slept with him or anything serious, and then went on my merry little way. I return home from the trip. He is also returned home, meets up with my friend and tells her everything that happened, making it seem bigger than it was. What? Why does he even need to? What? And safe to say I got ruined by my friend, like almost disowned. It didn't really cross my mind to mention it as it legit meant nothing to me. But now I am the home wrecker of our group. And it has never been the same. Would love to know your thoughts. What? Okay, so... Did this... they keep in contact at all? I don't know. I don't Like, if so. they were still kind of messaging and there was always that kind of flame there, maybe no. it's a bit different. But if it's in year seven and you're now out of high school... Yeah. I think at first, when it sounded like it was like an ex-boyfriend that they'd been together and she knew him because he was the next, yeah. but it wasn't... She ne- She said she'd never even spoken yeah. to him. So they couldn't have been, like... This kind of comes into the whole, like, you can't bags every guy. I think if you were, like, if you were in year seven and eight and you had gone out with this person and they were really special to you and then throughout the rest of high school and your adult years you were still in touch with them and you still really liked them, you spoke about them a lot to your friend 
and then your friend goes and sleeps with them. Maybe that would be the only scenario where this would be wrong. But mm. I think if it's like, I'm just basing this on my boyfriends when I was in year seven and eight. We spoke over MSN. Yeah. We literally like only. Although wait, did she, she said that they slept together once. Was that her virginity? Yeah, probably. Maybe that kind of changes things for her. Yeah. And maybe he broke up with her. So she was like. Oh, like, I lost my virginity to this guy. I'd always like to kind of, like, see that. Yeah. But if the friend didn't know any of this, this is kind of unfair. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We need more details. Basically, I think if it's, like, a little um, silly high school relationship in year seven or eight Mm. and then there's no contact after or no, like, serious contact and you've had other boyfriends and other situations Mm. since – and then your friend gets with the guy that you were like, I would not care for a second if someone got with someone that I was like going out with in year seven or eight and I wouldn't hold it against them at all. But I guess it depends. Has there been like constant contact? I mm. guess was it her virginity and she really put him up on a pedestal? Did you know that? If you knew that, then maybe it's a bit iffy. But if you didn't know that, I just think, yeah, some people just claim so many people like this is this guy was way more and they make it seem like way more of a bigger deal. Mm. I also think this guy kind of has something to answer for. If he was actually trying to like, I don't know, start something up with this girl again, like year, like 10 years later or yeah, whatever. Yeah, why is he getting with why, you? Why, and why did he bring it up? Was it almost like to make her jealous or something oh, or to okay. see if she cared? So weird. Okay, another one here, our last question. What do you do when your friends forget your birthday present and never brings it ever again? I'm doing this right now, guys. <laughs> what? Or <laughs> never even had it in the first place. Okay, so my crazy friend from her other stories, legit for the last five years, every birthday when I see her, she says, oh, I forgot your present. I'll bring it next time and never brings anything. Oh, my God. I guess I've just come to accept she is never bringing anything. Not that I expect a gift, but, like, why do you say <laughs> you forgot one when you haven't, when you don't even have one? <laughs> or do I raise this? So awkward. <laughs> That is so funny. Okay, so at first I was like, oh, well, if your friend isn't getting you a birthday present, like, that's not great, but whatever, like, gifts mm. aren't that important. Unless gifts are your love language. We'll talk about love mm. languages in the future. But um, if they're constantly bringing it up, like, five birthdays in a row, being like, oh, my God, no. I, I can just imagine this as well. Yeah. Because I've had people, not necessarily with birthday presents, it could be, like, with anything, but they make such a big deal about something that – they were never intending on doing in the first yeah, place. Yeah, that's And thing. it doesn't need to be like a big thing. Like to be like, oh my God, no, I can't believe I forgot your present. Don't don't worry, I'll bring it next time. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to love it or something. Like I'm so sorry I forgot. And then they do it for another five birthdays in a row. I remember I had a similar situation and they kept saying all this stuff about this particular present. <laughs> And they gave me details like what the present was and stuff. And then I just never got this present. And I was like, that was really weird. What the hell? No, I think they ended up months and months later giving me a present and it wasn't the present that they had spoken about earlier. And I was like, oh, that was weird. (laughs) You obviously didn't have a present for me at the time. And then couldn't get it. It was like sold out. (laughs) So they had to get you something else. Oh my God, lol. Okay. So in answer to your question, I say if if a friend forgets your birthday present or doesn't get you a birthday present one year, like whatever, don't worry about it. Just... Water for ducks back, whatever. Doing it. But That's so if they hilarious. if they keep and even if they just like never get you a present, if they never said anything about it, maybe they're just like not into gift giving or they can't afford it or whatever. Mm. That's one thing. Uh, not not great, but like you don't need to bring it up. But if they keep making a big deal about your <laughs> present and that they forgot it and that they'll bring it the next time they see you and then they never bring it. Um <laughs> 
I don't know. Do you say something to them? I don't know. I don't even think I'd say I anything. Think I think I would it would just be anything. a running joke. Exactly. Among myself and maybe my other friends that, that you've told. Aren't friends yeah, with exactly. And just like know that you're not getting a gift and yeah. just have a little laugh in your head. To yeah. Them. And like, if like, because she says this is the same crazy friend that screwed her over multiple times, I would say this is just. Is another. it the same person? Yeah. <laughs> this is another. She's like not there in the head, <laughs> yeah. is she? Yeah. Maybe there's something more going on. Um, yeah, I think if it's like a really good friend and they do it all the time, you can make a joke with them. Like I'll just joke about it with someone. Yeah. Like, oh, like, lol, like last Still year. Still waiting on that present for five years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just make Is a joke. Is it the same one? Do we just keep yeah. redoing? Exactly. Make a joke or just don't say anything, but hilarious. And this friend just but sounds like But I also like an feel like, nightmare. to be fair, if you made a joke with this particular friend, she'd be like, what? Do you think I actually don't have a present for you? Yeah. I think I'm lying about all of this. <laughs> So maybe just leave it. Maybe just never speak to this crazy chick again. Oh, my God. But thank you to this crazy friend for bringing so much content content. to this episode. (laughs) What would we do without you? Thanks for being (laughs) such a shit friend. But, yeah, cut this girl out because she is not worth your time. (laughs) Bad bad news. All right. That was hilarious. Thank you you so much for sending in those stories. Um, We're going to finish off with – a little would you rather. Yeah, we got some would you rathers here. Um, I'll ask the questions and we can both answer them. Would you rather only toxic friends or no friends at all? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know because I honestly don't mind my own company. Like I can go – I could go weeks just doing my own thing. Yeah, but how would you ever go out? Yeah, but that's what I was going to say. What would you do for your birthday? Yeah, I would probably – how toxic are we talking? Are they going to like ruin my life? Are you and Jade still in my life as well? Because you guys you were going to say, friends. are you and Jade toxic friends? <laughs> you guys are the most toxic friends I have. Yeah, that's the thing. If you have sisters, you don't yeah, really need. or siblings. Yeah, or siblings that you're close with or cousins. But let's just say you don't have anyone. So okay. it's either no one or toxic friends. I would say toxic friends. I'd say toxic friends as well. Exactly. You can just go out with them and And then, use, then them. <laughs> use your own company when you're just by yourself. Like just Monday to Friday, fun. Friday night to Sunday, you've got toxic friends <laughs> take out with a go and have cocktails and <laughs> get some good instagram content <laughs> would you rather lots of semi-close friends or only two super close friends like sisters okay well i already have sisters mm. so if i still had you guys definitely a lot of semi-close friends i think because i like having like lots of friends to go out with and to do fun things mm. with i'd probably choose lots of like semi-close friends that are still great fun and you can hang out with whenever you want. What if you didn't have sisters though? If I didn't have sisters, yeah. Yeah. I'd still prefer, I think, a lot, like a lot. I like having a lot of friends. Yeah. I'd still prefer having a lot of semi-close friends. And when we say semi-close, like they're still, like, they're still friends. They're yeah, just yeah. not like. I yeah, I agree. I think lots of. Do you reckon? Friends, yeah. yeah. Either way, it would be good. I think. All right. Would you rather be friends with Kendall and Kylie or Gigi and Bella? Oh, good question. Can I pick Kylie and Bella? Oh my god, say! <laughs> I feel like Gigi and Kendall are kind of boring. Yeah, they seem Kendall's super hot boring. as hell, but I just feel like she's very bland. Like she doesn't have much. She's always been my least favorite Kardashian. Yeah, she's. Bella. I think. I think she's the best looking Kardashian, but I just think that her personality is like. I think she's probably a bit more worried about what people think of her, so she doesn't want to like show her like. Full How side. could you not be worried what people think about you if you were a Kardashian Jenner though, and you're like the most scrutinized person yeah, that's in true. the world? Probably messed up with that. 
but no, he didn't mess up with that. That's no, a good point. It's probably mess, oh, right. messed her up. Is <laughs> what you I were like, sorry, scratch that. Oh, God, just cut everything out. Yeah. Said. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know. Like, yeah, she doesn't really interest me as much as mm. Kylie does. Kylie's just seems so hilarious. When she was and like, Bella seems really fun doing too. shots, and she's like, gotta do a shot. Like, I don't yeah. know, she seems, fun. and she's like. Cause I'm gonna get wasted. Yeah, so, yeah. I just finished a cold forty-two. Courtney, what the hell are you on? Yeah, she seems funny. Her, maybe being friends with her and Chloe—that would be fun. They always yeah. seem like they had such a good relationship. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd choose. I'd choose Kylie and Bella. <laughs> so as well. neither of those. <laughs> We've made up our own Kylie one. Kylie and Bella. All right. Good quizzes. Would you rather be known for being like the good friend that everyone can come to? Or yeah. the funnest one on a night out, like, oh, she's always such a good time. Um, <laughs> Can I be both? Yeah, she's just the same thing. Can I be both? Um, I feel like we are both. <laughs> no, I... Shooting oh, out on. I don't know. I kind of want to be fun. But I want to be also, fun as well, but it's also, like, fun for a few more, like, I feel like partying. I don't know. I guess... That's only, like... Well, for most a small people, part of your it's life. It's only like yeah. Friday to Saturday or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you want to also be there for your friends. Being good when friends going. the rest yeah. of the time. Yeah. Honestly, I would rather be known as a good friend, but I want to be like a boring good friend. I want to be a fun good friend. Yeah. So I guess if I was just known for one thing, it would be being a really good friend and giving good advice and stuff like that. I'm just going to say both and be really selfish. And take <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> no, nah, you put in your answer. <laughs> you're done. Uh, All right. And one. Last one. It's got to do with our stories. Would you rather have a friend that always accidentally pees in public on a night out or would you rather your friend trying to sabotage your relationship by telling you that he has STDs or herpes specifically? <laughs> She's just um, super jealous. Uh, God, I don't think I could deal with a friend wetting herself in public constantly. Yeah, but I feel like that's like a her problem. <laughs> yeah. But Although, it becomes a you problem. If are you like, a good friend then? And then you've got to clean her up and stuff. Or are you just the fun one that runs away? Yeah. Or are you just being like dragged down with her? It's like, oh, they're the pe- they're the girls that oh. like wet themselves. Or like, she's-, she's friends with that chick that pees herself all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just the toxic friend that tries to sabotage your relationship and then yeah. you just end the friendship with her. And just cut them out. I think you cut them both out, right? Yeah. And the I'd rather neither. Cut them off. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right. What a great way to finish off. What a great, great way, to, way to wrap up that episode. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for your questions and your stories. Yeah. We got great messages from you all. Lots of good stories. Great, great content from the girls. For that smooth jazz. Thanks, guys. Cheers to another episode. We hope you all enjoyed. Cheers, guys. We'll Cheers. see you next week. I'm in the sunny eddy. Get amongst it, guys. Cheers. I feel see like um, these time. are the perfect drinks to be having for this um, funny friendship episode yeah. as well. They're the perfect drink to share with your friends. So get around it. They are. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye.